Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Welcome back to Coast to Coast AM. My guest, Sterling Moon, is she has a new book out called Talking to Spirits, a Modern Medium's Practical Advice for Spirit Communication. And I wanted to ask you, Sterling, about, we were talking a little bit about animal communication beforehand. Yeah. Um, what are some of the the benefits of communicating with spirits and some of the downsides of it? Like, how do you do it safely? So some of the benefits, I think, are just, it makes the world a lot more interesting. It also, you know, I feel like the longer, you've probably heard this before, that like, I feel like the longer that you dive into this type of stuff, often the less concrete answers you realize, you realize that we don't have any concrete answers, you know, Uh, especially when it comes to spirits of the dead, you know, we're not going to know what happens until we cross that threshold ourselves and I even kind right. of wonder if we will ever fully get the, the, you know, I have a feeling there's even more mysteries that, we'll, that no we'll one's ever really come back to tell. Right. It's true. <laughs> and yeah. And so I feel like in some ways it almost can, it can bring comfort. It can bring, 
it can help people to, you know, establish faith. It can just make things fun and more interesting. It can um, help you to not be scared, you know, especially for folks who maybe they've, you know, experienced like living or working or having to be in places that have a lot of spirit activities, sometimes learning how to proactively, um, you know, state your boundaries and also just it gets pretty empowering to, to, to get over that, that fear. Some of the drawbacks can be um, not having good, you know, if you don't have good boundaries, um, if you, you know, cause it's, it's kind of like even with living folks, right? Like we will invite people maybe into our home, but most folks, we want them to eventually go back to their own home or we mm-hmm. don't want them with us around, you know, we don't want people necessarily maybe joining us in the bathroom or I'm always amazed by how many folks will be like, spirits will come and visit me in the shower. Shower ghosts seem to be a, like a common thing. You want boundaries when you're in the shower, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so, um, and also I think sometimes folks don't are just a little fool. I, you, there are some folks who are a little foolhardy, I think, with who they try, like if you are somebody who's like, I want to go out and contact this person that maybe did terrible things. Like every time I hear about somebody who's like, I want to go and like, you know, try to communicate with somebody that was like a, you know, serial killer or something like that. I'm just like, do you not see how that could end poorly? (sighs) Yes. Now, what are some of the super interesting communications that you've had maybe that you remember with one of your clients or experiences that you personally had? Oh my gosh, there's been so many over so so many years. Um, here's a couple of my favorites. One was when I had a I had a, one of my students. She had been living in a rental house. Uh, that was in her, it was in, in the, uh, you're familiar with Colorado. So Golden, Colorado, mm-hmm. it's this adorable little mountain community community, or, you know, it's like at the base of the foothills. Um, it's only like 20 minutes outside of Denver, but she had been living in this little house that she thought was built in around 1920. And she just, and she's definitely, you know, really sensitive. She studied mediumship with me and just kept, she's like, I just don't feel like I'm alone here. And I don't feel like this house is meant to be mine. And would you be willing to come and just check it out. And so I did. And we, we, you know, I brought out, it was a combination of like, you know, mediumship stuff, but also like bringing out some like, you know, spirit boxes and things like that. I'm a big fan of like dowsing rods. Um, I always find that those are really helpful for kind of pointing me in the direction of like where a spirit is kind of hanging out. And there were a couple of folks that we were able to make contact with. One was this really nice guy that seemed to be more connected with a building that was, this had been, there were like several buildings that were all rentals, but they had once upon a time been all together on kind of like a, like a bigger plot of land. He seemed to be more connected with one of the other old buildings, but he was more like a handyman. And so he would kind of come in and he was really focused on the kitchen, which had been recently renovated. And there were some things that just weren't working quite right. And so lights would kind of, um, she'd feel this presence and sometimes the lights would kind of like um, strengthen and then dim. But in her front room, which was the oldest part of the house, she just felt like, like there was a presence that wasn't super welcoming. And so I tapped into the the spirit of this older woman, and it was very. It, I got this strong feeling that she had lived there, and you know, spent a good chunk of her life there. And she liked to sit in a chair that was by the certain window. And I kept getting the the word um, the name May, and I was like, okay, I feel like this woman's name is May. 
I think that she just really wants to be able to sit in this spot by the window. She would prefer it if maybe there was like a chair here that was kind of like her chair. You know, maybe you could give that a whirl. Just, you know, it's going to be a little weird having a chair that only that nobody really sits in, but maybe see if that helps things to feel better. And I also asked my, um, my friend if she sometimes felt like if there was like a ghost cat, um, because I kept seeing this little like darting small shadow uh, that was like, it was small. And she said, yep, sometimes my cat will be sleeping right next to me, but I'll hear the sound of like little kitty nails in, in the night. Uh. So those were all really interesting. But then later on, it was probably a few months later, she sent me a message saying that she had told her landlord about all of this. And it turned out that the house was much older than she originally thought. Wow. And he had found some old original windows in one of these outbuildings. And there was a name and a date that was etched into one of them. And it was from the late late 1800s. And this woman's name was Martha, but she went by May. And so that was like, that's always gold when you do this stuff and you can get verifiable information. That always feels really good. She never left. (laughs) Well, you know, we get... Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications She had a Harvard plaque tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. 
about $6 million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. I mean, we get, you can get really attached to a home. And mm-hmm. I sometimes, you know, you could your home could really, I mean, what, homes protect you, they have roofs over your heads, they hold energy, and sometimes the house itself takes on a role in or an energy itself. So I can understand how the house would be, I mean, if I don't know if you've seen this before, but not only the people in the house, but the house itself takes on an energy. Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. My, this has been a family joke in our family for a very long time that the house that my mom lives in is just never wants her to leave. It will not. And every time she tries to get out of there, it like takes her 20 minutes longer. Um, it's, it's interesting that house. <laughs> Do you think it feels like something that, cause I always wonder too, with the houses that are just like, and there's so many layers you can peel back where is it, something that we create, you know, that idea of like how we can create aggregores, thought forms, whatever you want to call it. There's spirits of the dead that have like, you know, maybe you're attached to the land or the house itself. But then I also, there's like the earth spirits or like the elemental type spirits. And that's like, and that's like rooted, that's rooted well beyond the the existence of the structure. And sometimes I wonder, do you you have any theories on why, what it is that makes your mom's house so powerful? I mean, it's, very interesting. It's almost like an entity that doesn't want her to leave. And we, we talk about it all the time. It makes it really hard for her to get out the door. And we used to, when my brother and I lived there, same experience. And then even when we go back to visit, there's like always something that prevents us from walking out the door. <laughs> and so I don't know if it's the house. So how would you remove something like that? Well, see, and this is where kind of the way that... I was taught differs a tiny bit than some of the other like theories that are out there. So I studied with a um, this Swedish fella named Johannes or Johannes Bjorn Gardbach mm-hmm. uh, studying folk magic and the ways that you know he taught me to kind of approach haunted situations, spirit encounters was kind of with diplomacy first. And so with a situation like this, probably one of the first things I'd want to do is just, you know, have a conversation with like, you know, hey, it seems like there's someone here who's making it really difficult for for us to be able to leave the house. Uh, We don't like that. And we need that to change. But is there something that you need? Is there a reason? And um, yeah, he, I kind of had always like come, come at these situations with more of a like, you need to leave. And it's one of those balances too, where we, we have the, we are the living beings. This physical plane belongs to us. We have a right to feel safe in our homes. We have a right to leave our houses whenever we Mm -hmm. want to leave. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, um, sometimes like if you, I've, approaching things with diplomacy sometimes like it smooths things out a lot easier than kind of like com- coming at it of like, I will clear you out of this house. Cause then it sometimes can, I've seen a lot of situations where it can escalate things unnecessarily. Um, but you know, 
so clearing out a house though, let's like, let's say the diplomacy doesn't work. Yeah. And you know, oh gosh. The road this opener maybe? Lot, um, more like um, spiritual hygiene for the home is one of the things that I think is really important. And so, you know, a clean home, both physically clean and also spiritually clean can often push out things that you don't want there. And so there's like a combination of things that I like to use, whether it's, you know, floor washes that are really specific to whatever's happening in the home, incenses. Um, there's definitely incense blends that I've, I've been taught that are particularly good at like pushing out and clearing out tricksters and negative uh, type spirits or spirits with a negative influence, but also kind of feeding and bolstering any positive spirits that, you know, you maybe want hanging around who kind of stay in their lane and they're, you know, they, they help to keep an eye on things. Um, there's also like, once your house is clean, you know, you can put up protections and wards to make sure that nothing else can come back in. Um, there's different, you know, kind of Every every haunting has its own unique, like there there. Well, I mean, every spirit is unique, right? And so sometimes what you need to to push something out or to smooth things over and and you know make things better, um, it all it all depends. But if you are wanting to keep something out, there's um, something you see in a lot of traditions or like witch bottles. Uh, some of their bottles filled with like you know sharp pokey objects and either ammonia or urine if you want to go old school. And those can be, you know, placed at different specific points in the home, entry points to the home, um, lines of salt or scorched flax seeds to, uh, with, with the dedication that, you know, no spirit can enter, like with the, with the flax seeds, unless they can cause those seeds to sprout, which obviously they can't. Um, you see in a lot of traditions, like uh, putting a ring of salt around uh, around a home or at the entrances of like doorways or windows and with the directive that no spirit shall pass or, or pass or like in Europe, I think it was no witch shall be able to pass unless they have counted all of the grains of salt. Wow. Um, that's an old classic there too. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of different like cleaning and pushing things out and then protecting and putting wards over your house is one of the that's kind of a standard. That's a classic in a lot of traditions. That's great. I, and I mean, is there just one thing that you would say, or there's many different things from the folklore that you've learned, the folk magic? Well, so I would. I always start with you got to you got to literally clean your house. And so some of the things that I really like, um, again, so it's starting with sweeping. You know, there's a lot of traditions that taught like use sweeping as a magical practice. And you're going to want to start in the back of your house, um, start from the back and move to the front, top floor to bottom floor, if that's applicable. If you live in a fully carpeted place, you can get a room uh, or a broom that is, uh, I never know if it's pronounced besom or besom, but it's uh, like a basically a witch broom. I was going to say, is that why the broom is associated with the witch and the folklore? Yeah. Yeah, or, you know, and it's basically just like a handmade broom that's, like, used more for, like, energetic or magical purposes. And so you can sweep the air, like, close to the floor, and it's the point that you are sweeping out all stagnant energy. Mm -hmm. Um, It's always great if you can sweep right out the front door. Open your windows when you clean, even if it's the dead of winter. Open the window that you are of the room that you're clearing, you know, 
you're you're working in because if you want something to leave your house, it has to have an exit point. Uh-huh. That's the way that I always think about it. So when you're doing so clearing, like, any type of clearing yeah. ritual, you want to open the windows. Yeah, tell it where open to go. Your windows, mm-hmm. open, get it out of the house. Uh, floor washes. You know, I'm a I'm I really like um, laundry bluing. So that sometimes you'll see these little. You'll find them. It's they're little. It's like blue onion. You'll find them in botanicas, and they're really great for just like raising the energy of of a home, banishing out negative spirits. Um, it's kind of just like a wonderful catch-all. Florida water is another. You know. That's another, it's a cologne technically, but it's got like, you know, 130 years of people using it for magical purposes. And it's like a blessing, protection and cleansing. So it kind of covers all your bases. I've recently heard of Florida water. Where does that origin come from? Oh, geez. So I can't, um, gosh, I know that I, I researched it for the, um, you know, you just, it's one of those things that you just kind of learn about. And then um, I researched Mm -hmm. the origins of it from my, for my book, but I'm going to tell you what I can remember off the top of my head. So Murray and Lanham is kind of like the standard um, cologne. I mean, it literally it's just cologne. And, uh, but there's just, it's been like, there, there's like a whole host of like colognes and waters that have been used for different like magical purposes. Like another one that still here folks use, um, particularly in like um, more like you know, American, you know, root work kind of communities is like Hoyt's cologne. That's like something you use for gambling luck or like to feel power, powerful and get like a really like solid, like boost. Um, Florida water though has like, it's got citrus, it has uh, rose in um, orange, orange blossom. It's got a really pretty, pretty smell. And there's folks, you can make your own. There's a uh, really wonderful makers out. Like there's all kinds of like, you know, handmade Florida waters that you can use, but for whatever reason, over time, it just has, and, spend, and a lot of it is like due to like the botanicals, um, which I don't think Marie and Lanham probably has any botanicals. I think it's probably artificial fragrance at this point, but it's been used for so long for these purposes um, that it has, it's like, it's almost like there's been an aggregate created around that. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. 
how this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich man because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con Season 5 The Athlete Whisperer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.